Welcome to Phil and Maud's audio blog. I'm Phil, and this week we're asking how are you committed to behaving in your relationships? We spoke separately about this, and I said, We had a long talk yesterday that arrived out of nowhere. Maud was feeling that we're somewhat drifting through life and not taking full opportunity to do things while we're still able to. But the details of the talk are not what I want to talk about. Far more interesting and useful is how it went and why it went like that. Maud was clearly upset and struggling with this, and I could easily have taken it as criticism. I've become somewhat of a stop-at-home in recent years, comfortable in my daily habits, so it would have been easy for me to hear Maud's plaint as a complaint rather than a lament, but I didn't. Neither did I look for a compromise that might appease her. Now, all of this was happening without rancor. We just sat in contact, which is important, and talked. In the process, Maud came to hear more clearly what was initially a diffuse dissatisfaction. We've seen this again and again, where talking about something not only communicates to the other person, but makes the speaker see the issues that initially only manifested as turbulence. Operating like this is completely normal for us, and I think it is because we both see our relationship as based on cooperation, not competition. Because there's no risk of attack, there is no risk in speaking personally and openly, and the benefits are that we feel heard and have a greater understanding of each other. That's nice for you, you might be thinking, but what about the rest of us? And I think the answer is that you don't have to drown in other people's drama. You can use the occasion to reflect on what is important for you, and I hope the answers are love, goodness, and peace. And Maud spoke about being committed to behaving as well. She said, Yesterday, Phil and I had an experience that was both illuminating and deeply validating. Before I get into the what and why of that, I want to share that it made me really aware of our commitment to each other. It's a commitment that encompasses not only being in and remaining in partnership with each other, but one which is about so much more. I'd like to suggest to all of you that it can be really enriching to look at each of your relationships and what you are dedicated to in them. But I'm putting the cart before the horse here. Let me start at the beginning. We sat down yesterday to talk about an interesting project idea suggested to us by a dear friend. At least, that's what we thought we were going to talk about. Instead, I found myself sharing my thoughts and feelings on a broad array of areas concerning our daily lives, our balance of being and doing, and a sense that some changes needed to be made, even that there was some imbalance. I hadn't planned this. In fact, I hadn't even thought it out, so I was all over the place, hitting on many different things in no particular order. Sometimes, when I speak about my feelings or thoughts, it helps me to actually hear them, filter which ones are true, and find what it is I'm trying to put into words. I can do this with Phil because of the kind of being together we are committed to. We are completely undefended with each other because we both know that neither of us is ever going to attack the other. We are not in competition. There is never any energy emanating from a desire for power or dominance. This knowledge allows for a deep trust 
and the assumption that even if the way something is formulated sounds like blame or accusation, it is not meant that way. So, as I rambled on, searching for the essence of what I felt, Phil listened from this place of understanding. He could have taken some of it as criticism. He could have made it about him, but he chose not to. He chose to listen openly, allowing me to feel heard and acknowledged, and allowing himself to really hear something that was important for us to look at together. I saw in this exchange the full depth of our commitment to each other. We want the best for each other and for the we that is us. We support each other from a place of trust born of experience as well as intent. This way of being lives in the presence of every moment. We choose it every moment. When a choice like this is made, it can be applied in every relationship, including those where this kind of commitment is not practiced by both parties. Each of us can decide not to act defensively, regardless of the other person's projections. You know, we're not referring to situations of abuse here. It's possible not to participate when confronted by blame or recriminations, anger or accusation, tone of voice or power plays. It's not necessary to take this on or to be derailed. In these moments, we can choose peace. We can choose love. We can make that our relationship commitment. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you took something away from it. It's written down on our blog. That is at philandmaud.com. So read it there, and I'll talk to everybody next week.